Hi, welcome to another episode of Free Flow. <laughs> where we're in a car at the moment, just driving, and we just thought, you know, just record our conversation. Yeah, what were we talking about? I think I think time passed really really fast. Mm. Yeah, just. Like from the time when you came to Australia, it's been what since July, July to November. Yeah, since July. So that's four months already. Mm. It just vanished, not it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking, if it's like what makes time pass really fast, even when it passes really slow at the moment, but when you know when you look back, it just disappeared. I feel it's the sense of time. What do you mean? Because we have months, we have days, we have seconds, we have all this counting. But without that, you won't know a year has been passed or a month has been passed. But those calculations kind of like help us to know oh, so so many days has passed and so many years has passed. That's how I feel. So, with that counting, it will enhance the feeling that wow, time really flies. Really, really flies. I see. Yeah. So if you don't look at time as time, you're just passing every. Mm. It's just a flow of bad. No, if you don't use time, right? Yeah. I see. It's just a flow of... So there's a measure of recording. Recording when what happened. Mm, but, but people say that time is a human construct anyway. Like it's a concept. It's, it's nothing... It's not tangible. It's just... It's just a measurement of however, whatever. So, you know like when we talk about kids, right? And adults. Then we say, we say to kids, Oh, you're still young, so you do this. And then we talk about adults. How old are you? Why are you still doing this shit? But then it's an accumulation of experience. It doesn't mean anything to... It has nothing to do with time. It's just accumulation of experience. If a kid has been through a lot of experiences, mm-hmm. then they will probably react the same way as an adult who has, who has experienced a certain amount of things. Mm. Right. So then, where does the time come in? Where where does this time factor come in? Mm. I feel when we grow older, the the sense of time is chasing behind us become stronger. And I also feel that the time it's a stressor, you know, oh, like yeah. remembering time is making us remember the past. So, so what is time? Is time to remind us of something? Is time, what, what is it? Like, what is the future? You know, what is the past? If there is time, we look back and then we are stuck. If there's time, we look forward and then we are stuck. Mm, I think time can be a really good friend for us. 
it doesn't have to be a pressure for us to feel oh the past is like that and the future is like that time can be something that even at the present um how do i describe that if you have a re really good time sense, then you can be more present. Does it make make sense? If you 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 don't get that sense, then you're const, con constantly worrying about the future. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that's how I feel. So what's this time thing? I feel it's um, another energy. That's how I feel. Yeah, because a lot of the time when people ask me how was my day, right? Mm -hmm. I would totally not remember. It, it takes me a while to remember what I was doing before that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and sorry, I'm just trying to change the music because this music sucks. What's this one? I don't know. This playlist is bad. No, I, I just add a lot of things to the queue, and a lot, of, a, a lot of them are just new songs. Yeah, no so I don't know. I'm just trying a lot of new songs, new songs. Because it's there's too much lyrics. I can't really focus on what the composition is. Okay. Yeah, but if we if we have something that's less lyrical, I like I can really flow with it. Just setting the mood a little bit, right? Like this this is this is really beats. And then I can kind of flow with that. <laughs> I can kind of talk to the beat. A little bit. <laughs> well, no, no, like, like I was saying, time. Mm -hmm. When people ask me what I'm doing, what have I done, how was my weekend, how mm -hmm. has my week been, mm -hmm. I have no clue. Mm. I don't remember. I think even if I had a really good week or good past, I don't really remember. Mm. You know, and what does that mean? To not really remember stuff Because certain people When you ask them certain things They'll just remember everything They're like Oh yeah I did this I did this oh, You know when I go to Steph's Echo class And they ask What was the highlight of your day? What was the highlight of your week? And I'm like Whoa I don't know What was my highlight? What was the highlight of my week? Because I feel like there are so many highlights. Mm -hmm. Everything can be a highlight. Everything can be a low light. Mm. Everything is something, right? Yeah. But if I walk in a class and people ask, how are you feeling now? How are you feeling today? Right, it brings you back to the present. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling, oh, today was, the whole week was. It, it's free for interpretation. Mm. Just to bring you back to the present. I'm not saying that what was the highlight of your week is not good. Mm -hmm. It just means that you're getting people to remember the highlights. Mm. Uh, More like a review of the whole week. I mean, it makes you think about the highlights, right? Mm. So, what is your highlight? So, you have to think of a highlight. 
Yeah. How are you feeling now? Okay, cool. Acknowledge and then move on. I think essentially that's how you talk about things. Like that's how language is different. Like how language changes the way you see things. Changes your thought process. I think for, for me sometimes when it comes to this highlight, right? Then I think oh, it should be something that was oh, super exciting and so funny. But then so if fun. I <laughs> so fun, of yeah, fun. with a lot of fun. But okay. then I really think think about it. Then I just be like, oh, maybe this this one can be my high high highlight. Just even a very very small thing, a very very small thing. Like what? Maybe I just. Really taste a really good butter. That's it. That's my highlight of the week. Okay. Yeah. So it, it doesn't have have to be like. It could, it could even be you taking a shit. Yeah. Like, wow. Like, yeah. Then I, I was like, constipated for two weeks and then. Then I oh. finally have this shit. Yeah. Well, I do have a patient who was like that. He got constipated yeah. for ten days, and then. Finally, he just got the shit. He said, "Oh, finally, all my shit is out." <laughs> but that's it, isn't it? Like sometimes people have to go through a lot of shit. Yeah. And then they have something good. So that's a contrast. Mm. So the low low tide is helping you to see the highlight of the the thing. If it's all, always high, then you won't be able to see. Oh, it's really like that. How can you always have highlights? It's not really. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, there must be a period where it's coming down for you, mm. uh, and then it goes again. True. Can you look at this song? This song is confusing. FKA Twigs. Is it in the? Is it in part of my playlist? No, this is in the queue. Huh? Oh, okay. I just constantly. Oh, okay. Just do all the queue songs. Okay. Oh, this like song. Just trying uh, I don't know what that is. Yeah. Oh, I actually don't mind this one, but it's like a red music. Yeah. Uh, so many. Well, how many do you have on queue? No, that's a new playlist. Excited mm-hmm. for youth and season two, episode three to come out. I see. This is very part of this playlist. Yeah, I think, and I, wow, well, and this whole week, I've just been thinking about these two songs. <laughs> right, there's there's a period of time where Inner Bloom was was my was my jam, mm. and I would listen to it for the last year. You know, I think about. I was exposed to it in maybe September last year, yeah. and for a whole year that was 
kind of the song that I would go to. That was no, that was definitely the song I would go to as and when because it's just it's a long song. It's nine minutes plus. Usually songs don't go that long. Yeah. Right. Yes. The ups and downs. It's just a journey on its own. It's fantastic. It's great. And recently, the trip list that I've made mm-hmm. is. I would still listen to it, but then I kind of dropped off from listening to any music. Because last year I was listening to a lot of music. I was just constantly on listening, 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 or I just enjoying it. Now it's just gone. Suddenly, just no more. Right. I felt like I needed that silence. I felt like, oh, it's time. It's time for me to want to just chill. But it doesn't mean I'm not listening to all these songs. But it's just I'm not binging on this music anymore. At some point in the last couple of weeks, that's or maybe last month or so, like that's just something that happened to me, and that's something I've noticed as well. Um, do you have similar kind of experiences? Um, yeah, I think so. But for for me, I think the time is really short. So the binging time for me probably will be like one week or one month at most, and then I'll I just want to change another thing or just slow down a bit. I think I I was uh, I was binging on music for a month be, before, so that's when I li- listen to a lot of music and try to find a thing for my class and try to find the music that I can listen to when I just want to chill to relax but then after a while I just feel like oh maybe I don't need to rely on them or just yeah I don't know it's just slowly withering and then fade out for for a while. Mm. So after a while, you stop listening. Uh, it's not really stop listening, but it's more like I just need a break from all that. It's more like a break time, and then I'll find something else. Then I'll start to oh, do a lot of that. Hey, this is the hydroponic shop. Yeah. Like the draw, drawing now, I'm more um to that, and I think even for the taiko stuff, it's like that. Not like, wow, I just want to de- design and write all this. Now it's gonna be fucked. Yeah, then I'll be like, uh, no, I still want to do it, but I, I, I won't do it in such a high load. The load will de- decrease a lot, but I'm still constantly doing. Now when I press on this. Yeah, so there's a there's a period of high and there's a period of working low, right? It's just like taking drugs, uh. mm. You get highs, you got the highs, you got the lows, also. Yeah. So it's the same with time, you know. You got mm. the past, you got the present. You mm. you know what's your highlight? You've got the highs. What about the low points? Mm. Right. The low if you just focus on the high point, then what about the whole range of it? Because it's a whole range of emotions people can feel. Mm. But I think when you're in high, low, low tide, sometimes you just want to all run away 
because it doesn't it's not comfortable it's something that you may feel already uncomfortable and so frustrating and a lot of things are go going on but if you can stay in that you can stay there and really go through that once you come out and you look look back I feel that, that that's when we learn the most at the low tide that's how I feel that I think you can learn a lot any, at any time there's different things to learn yeah so it's not just oh you learn the most maybe um, it's the hardship maybe it's the pushing through maybe it's the it's the transition yeah that you could learn a lot from because what what happened to me with the music was I think I think there's a change in lifestyle mm -hmm. I was traveling a lot I was doing mm -hmm. a lot I was moving around a lot mm -hmm. and music was my companion music was something that was mm. you know it was it, it was something for me to connect with people I would listen to music different people mm. and they would introduce music to me they were they would be listening to something they were intro to me and share music mm. right but when my friends got busy we stopped sharing when I got busy when because now I'm I'm situated in Sydney mm -hmm. I rented a place I stopped listening to music mm -hmm. I stopped interacting with a lot of people mm -hmm. and then it becomes like oh I think that's when listening to music became quite was, uh, there's not much impact anymore because I was just staying at home a lot mm -hmm. and it's just four walls it's becoming more stable so there's no the airiness you were talking about isn't there anymore and the experience to want to listen to more or to explore more kind of just dies a little bit maybe it's not dies it's just stop for a bit no, I wouldn't say it's die completely, right? Because at some point I will still pick it up again. I feel that I'll pick it up again. If I start traveling again, if I start moving around again, if I went back to the kind of lifestyle that I was living, mm -hmm. then yes, I'll probably be listening to a bit more music. Mm -hmm. But at the moment, it's not. At the moment, I'm stuck in Sydney. Mm -hmm. right? It's not that I'm stuck in Sydney. At the mm -hmm. moment, the I'm more changing. you say stuck, it's going <laughs> to feel like we're really stuck. <laughs> Well, I'm not really stuck because I'm I'm choosing to stay in Sydney. I'm choosing to stay in Australia, mm -hmm. and that choice to be more stable, the choice to build a business, mm -hmm. the choice to to build my own classes, to advertise my own thing, mm -hmm. it is giving me a different outlook. Mm -hmm. I'm no longer thinking about because I've done all this music thing right mm -hmm. and I'm gonna put the music on during the class anyway mm -hmm. so I came up with a playlist that I'm gonna play in the class mm -hmm. I know what kind of class I wanna have mm -hmm. for this kind of playlist and at the moment with my Wednesday classes I cannot play this kind of playlist as much mm -hmm. just because of of the nature of it it's a more internal introverted space that I wanna create mm -hmm then there is a lot of breathing, a lot of self-awareness mm -hmm. and I don't really want to put too much music there because then it takes away from that experience a little bit yeah. and then move on but 
at the same time, there are also certain music that music that I can play mm. when I'm getting them to move a lot. Mm. Some flowy music, but I don't really want them to go with the music as much. Mm. Sometimes, sometimes it's good, but most of the time, I feel like they don't really need the music. Mm. Silence is okay, especially for massage as well. Sometimes silence is okay to really because if the music is going on, you're listening to the music, mm-hmm. and it's hard to it's hard to really listen to yourself, to really feel, to mm-hmm. listen to the your breath, to listen to the other person's breath, and that's something that I am trying to create mm-hmm. more of. Mm-hmm. At the moment, I'm also exploring uh, body work, massage as an experience. Alright, so I uh, that is pairing the body work with music. Mm-hmm. So if you that is really inspired by Michelle when I was watching her do her network care on other people, I'm like, whoa, this is like a DJ. <laughs> she's going around the room. She's she's spinning. Uh, People, you know, just spinning bodies, bodies like it's a DJ set. That's <laughs> fucking amazing. <laughs> I picture her as a little hummingbird mm. flying around from flower to flower, but you know, it's a, it's a DJ hummingbird. <laughs> so, yeah. so she's going, she's doing her thing, she's making these noises, she's like enjoying herself, going to these mm. different angles, touching, feeling, adjusting. Mm. Wow! I was so amazed by that. <laughs> and that was just happened last year. Mm. Yeah, I was back in Perth. Yeah, this was a whole journey. See, looking back, that was a year mm-hmm. that I went on the, my travels. Mm. That was a year ago. And here I am now today, just looking back. Like it was just yesterday. <laughs> the memory was so vivid. As though as I were... It's like... How do I put it? It's, I'm putting my presence, I'm putting my awareness, so much awareness into... Into the things that I'm inspired by, that I really like, I really enjoy. Now that I talk about it, it feels like... I've seen it just yesterday because it's something that I've put into my practice as well. It's something that I focus on so much and try to replicate in my own practice. Or maybe not replicate. It's more of replicate that feeling, that sensation. Because when you look at network practitioners uh, do their thing, right? It's... They... they there's a lot of precision in it. They talk about being really precise, being really accurate. To the points that you're touching, to the points that you're feeling and touching, and the way you you touch and feel. And I fucking love it, man. It's the precision, it's the accuracy. And the things that you want to practice. I'm actually not sure when this began mm-hmm. but I've been telling people to do this breath work right breathe into certain parts yeah. the more accurate you are the better mm-hmm. so that to me is a mantra that to me is the principle I want to to convey to other people who, who's coming to my class and who's doing body work who's getting body work for me mm-hmm. 
Right, that's energy work. That is intention. So the intention is to be more accurate, more precise, more efficient. And then that comes through in the practice when you're doing whatever thing. Softer, gentler, more comfortable, more relaxed. That's quite interesting because I've never really thought about it until now. <laughs> Maybe I have. Maybe I have. But having this conversation and linking all these things up together again, it's it's quite refreshing. Because I might have thought about it once or twice when I'm talking to people. But then now it's almost like a new realization of, oh, oh yeah. Mm. You know, maybe I've talked about it before yeah. in this manner, mm-hmm. but I forgot. Mm. Now that I talk about it again, it's it comes out again as uh, it's magic. It's mm. great. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel it's quite helpful if you can say the things that you're thinking about or you're doing. Because when you say it out, it's no longer in your mind and you're just going by yourself. It's kind of like a refresher so. Yeah, it's like... And it's refreshing. Mm, so when, when you say it out, something may come out. Like, it ne- never come up before. But the, the more you try to de- describe to say it, the more it's going to be oh so it's like this so the connection is there the link is there the puzzle will become more clear it's like redoing a new puzzle redoing an old puzzle right yeah so old thing is it's not old it's just we never find a new view to see that to review that we gotta fine tune refine certain things yeah so people always thinking about oh they need to learn new things, new things, new new things. That's good. But sometimes it's also nice to look back. Oh what I've done and what can I find something new from here as well. Uh. So what's your practice about? Like, what do you mean by is there anything that has influenced you or inspired you in a way where what's your mantra what's your principle of training what do you live by that you know that you constantly come back to I think mine is mine is quite simple the thing that I'm constantly proud practice is to be present and to have faith that's it but what do you mean by present Mm. present with what what does present mean present for me means to know where I am 
It can be okay. I'm in the kitchen washing the dishes. That can be my pre presence, or it can be oh, I know I have a stomach ache now. That can also be a oh, presence. Yeah. No, not now. <laughs> I'm sweaty now. <laughs> or it can be big, bigger. I know I moved to Sydney. I base it now. What I'm going to do? I want to build up my teaching business here and I want to keep growing now that's also my pre pre presence so it can come to a small point to a really big view so for me it's interesting to to change the view all the time sometimes I know okay I don't feel comfortable now but to a big Bigger view is okay. Um, what, what, what? Uh, watering the plants, and to more one is okay. What I want to practice, what I want to grow now. So always change that. That's my practice. It's very interesting. If I focus on a small part too, too much, then I won't be able to see the big view. Yeah. But if I can constantly change the view. It's all about framing. Framing. Yeah. What do you mean like framing? How do you frame a certain situation? How do you frame a certain feeling? If you encounter a situation that is not ideal for you at the moment, how can you frame this non-idealness mm -hmm. into another way whereby it's ideal? Because if it's not ideal, it, it becomes a blockage, right? Mm, like what do you block. mean not ideal? Can you make an example? Mm, if you feel angry, someone cut you off. Mm -hmm. Someone, yeah, if you're driving on the road, right, and someone cut you off, you're like, oh, fuck, this is shit. <laughs> That's not ideal, because you get really angry. Instead of getting angry, how can you frame it? Like, uh, okay, maybe I should be more careful about it. Oh, this is dangerous. Like, the way you see things, the way you describe things to yourself, the way you react to things. Maybe next time, or uh, not so much as It's more like, if I speed to a red light, a traffic light And I have to, I have to jam my brakes, I have to step on the brakes really hard mm -hmm. What can I do the next time? I can just watch out further, I can change the way like, okay, it's my fault mm -hmm. Going too fast, if I don't want this situation to happen again If I don't want to just slam on my brakes mm -hmm. Maybe I can look further in the future mm. and then start to slow down. You know, I can time my things, I can move sooner rather than faster. Maybe. And some people some people when they encounter certain problems they don't they don't do that. They just get stuck. Like fuck this is shit. Mm -hmm. My life is shit. Everyone's shit, 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 and then they, be, they just become 
I feel it's it's you sometimes it's a natural pro process when you are oh you're so angry then you have all these kinds of thoughts come out. But if you don't grab on that, you just let it come out and then okay done gone. And then when you look back, oh maybe it's something that I can improve more. Yeah, but some people don't do that. Some people hold on to this. So it's a default mode for certain people to just hold on to this negativity. Mm. You know. Like I I know of a lot of people who, who are not like that. Mm-hmm. When they meet a situation that is not ideal, mm-hmm. they just move on. They think mm-hmm. about it. They don't think too much, and then they just move on first. Mm. Maybe it's the e- ego part. Oh, it's definitely. Yeah, part, you don't want to let go of that. You can. I think you don't want to let go of that thought. You're not willing to let go of anything. You just want to grab that. And there's one one thing I learned from uh, the yoga therapy train training. At the end of the train training, the teacher said uh, one one sen- sentence that I really like. It is that at the end of the day, the only important thing is how easy you can let go and how much you can love. That's it. How easy you can let go. Yeah. How much you can love? Because if you you cannot let go, then you stop there. You you stop there. If then you who is it that you are not loving? Oh, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, how much you can love? Love who? It can be anyone. You can be yourself. It can be people around you. It doesn't have to be a certain per. Person that you can love or whatever. Yeah. I feel like love comes from yourself as well. Oh, of course. Uh, it's hard to love, genuinely love other people if you can't love who you are. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Because then you can't be authentic to yourself. Mm. You know, and then you always have to be someone you're not in front of other people. And when that happens, it's really hard for you to maintain it. It takes a lot of effort. Mm. I think it's a big, 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 very big thing for people to learn in their whole life. Life is how to love, even to love yourself. How to love is a really a big thing for people to learn in their whole life. Seeing how you've re- repeated that three times, it must be really important. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I feel it. It is. It is. Mm. And the most you you can let go, the I feel the more you may be able to love. That's how I feel. <laughs> no, I just remember something. Just. <laughs> You repeated that thing three times, right? Yeah. Then, I, 
He reminds me of Osho's books. Osho, really? What? If you read his books, you'll notice that he just talks in circles. Yeah, 10 chapters. Yeah, 10 chapters. Yeah, on the same thing. It's just the same. But that's kind of how you relay a message sometimes. It's through repetition. And, you know, it sounds long winded. (laughs) It's so super, super. Nice. How you can come up with 10, ten pages of the ten, same shit. Yeah, and also different stories. It's always different stories. Oh, yes. 10 chapters, different stories, talking about the same thing. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I think one day I'm gonna write a book. <laughs> I don't know. I think sometimes short books are nice, long books are nice as well. It depends on who you are. Some people like need that story so they can really get into that. If it's just one word, See, then they'll be like, what the fuck? So you like the long ones? Huh? Mm, I like to listen to stories. I I mean, short one it is nice, but for me, I'm already short. For me, it's hard to write a long essay with really good content and structure. So I'll be like, one, two, three, four, done. So story is like, oh, okay, help me to flow with that. So I can really get into that. So, yeah. <laughs> and also depends on my time as well. If it's short, then I'll be like, okay, I just want to not Don't talk too much. But if I have time and it's something new, mm. Story it is nice. Story can help me to really understand and feel that. I think the, that's the power of storytelling. Mm. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people just want to lecture. Yeah. I think lecture is good when people are expecting a lecture. Yeah. But when people are not expecting anything, well, maybe it's better to tell a story. Mm. How to tell a story? And I think people need to learn, or it will be good for people to learn how to tell a story. Oh yeah. Because it's a huh? because it's a good way to communicate. Right. And I've I've known a couple of people who are great storytellers. It's just talk non-stop. Mm. You'd be just if you <laughs> if you encounter them you'll be stuck for two, three hours. Oh, like, yeah. oh shit, what is happening? <laughs> yeah, you just get joined into this. <laughs> yeah. True, true. I think we should stop now because uh, what where are we now? Just Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks oh, for listening guys. Yeah. About oh, 40 minutes. Oh we got 50 seconds what, left. What, for, oh 50 oh. seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I think 39 minutes is good. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Bye.